Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to hear this message that Brother Landon has for you, and pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you, and pray it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do tonight is uh, he's going to uh, preach on like and as, right? and uh, this is part three. Like and as, part three. So without further ado, here is Brother Landon. We're going to pick back up today, and we're going to look at a part three right here today on the message about like and as. Amen. Like and as. On this message today, we're going to be looking, you know, we're going to be looking with Jonah. So if you would, go ahead and open up your Bible with me. Over to the book of Jonah. We'll be in chapter 2 of the book of Jonah. So if you would go ahead and open up, turn over there with me, please. And if you're there, we're going to look at the first 10 verses of the whole chapter of chapter 2. <clears throat> Notice with me right here, beginning in verse 1. Right here, the Bible reads. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about, the weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains, the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, and to thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Verse 9 and 10 right here. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. You now looking with this message with Jonah, you know, I don't know how how far this is going to go or how the Lord leads this is how we're going to go with this. But looking here with Jonah, you know, I've been I've talked to brethren in the past about this topic with Jonah. And they believe that Jonah some people believe that Jonah, you know, as the Bible says, was eaten by the was, was swallowed up by the fish. In other places over in the book of Matthew, it says he was swallowed by a great whale. But you know, fish and great whale, I believe the word of God. I believe the word of God to be true, what it says. And there's other people that I've talked to that don't, that don't believe the account with Jonah. And there's, there's three different aspects with talking to people about this. 
Like the second part, they don't believe that Jonah was swallowed up by the fish. But the Bible says that the Lord called... Like, right here, it says the Lord speaking to, to the fish, and I'm not Jonah upon the dry land. Verse 1, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God out of the fish's belly. Back in chapter 1, verse 17, the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. The Bible Amen. says that Jonah was swallowed up by the fish. Yes. So I believe it to be true because the Bible says so. And that's and God's there's, word. There's a third aspect, you know, a third area where people, they don't believe in what we're going to show here tonight about the physical and the spiritual aspect of Jonah. Because they believe that Jonah... His body was in the fish, and they believe the whole time that Jonah was dead, that Jonah was dead inside the belly of the fish. But we're going to show two different aspects with this here tonight. Because if you notice, we're going to look first off, we're going to notice the physical, the physical aspect about Jonah being stolen by the fish. And then we're going to come over and we're going to notice the spiritual aspect about Jonah when he was swallowed up by the fish. So we got the physical and we have the spiritual, you know, like an ass. But if you notice when you first off right here with Jonah, we're going to look here number one, we're going to look at Jonah's rebellion. And his rebellion, if you notice with me, we're going to be over back in chapter one. And we'll look at the first three verses dealing with his rebellion. Back in chapter 1, it says right here, beginning of verse 1, it says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of, of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up, has, has come up before me. Verse 3, But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So looking right here at Jonah's rebellion, we notice first off that he, in rebellion, he's trying to flee from the Lord because the Lord told him to go down into the city of Nineveh, you know, because that was a wicked city. The Lord told him to go down to Nineveh to preach to that city. But we're going to notice a few things right here with Jonah's rebellion. With his rebellion, you know, there, there's there's consequences to that rebellion. And you say, well, what was his consequences? Well, the first consequence that we're going to find is that the Lord sent a great wind. Sent a great wind. Okay, and this wind, we're going to look in verse 4. Amen? Notice right here, it says, But the Lord sent out a great wind in, into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. You know, in the midst of Jonah's rebellion, 
you know, we already see the Lord already starting to, you know, the sin, the punishment on him. You know, there's consequences for disobeying the Lord. You know, for us today, you know, whenever we disobey the Lord, you know, the Lord chastises us. You know, he, he sends punishment on us. But looking right here with Jonah, beginning right here, you know, the first part of, you know, the punishment sent on to him, the Lord sends a great wind. You know, in the midst of all this punishment, you know, we're going to read through the context right here of chapter 1, and we're going to look at what follows, you know, leading up, you know, with the Lord's, the first the first part of Judge, the punishment that the Lord sends out to Jonah. Beginning right here in verse 5, on down to verse 16. Notice this right here with me. It says, Then the mariners were afraid, and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the and cast forth the ways that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them, but Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and and was fast asleep. <laughs> you know, in the midst of rebellion, <laughs> we see Jonah. He's already trying to hide. You know, because out there in the midst of the ship, you know, and if you never notice anything about shows on TV, and I'm I'm not trying to refer in general watching television shows to you know try to prove the Bible because. We don't need to prove anything, but by the Bible itself, it speaks for itself. But you know, there's shows on television, like fishing shows, and I, I'm guilty, I like to watch fishing, because I'm fascinated by the ocean. But you know, there's shows where, you know, when people are out fishing, like out in the middle of the ocean, you know, it doesn't have to be, there, ha there doesn't have to be like a bad time in general for, you know, the waves just to be, you know, all over the place and, you know, rocking the boat from side to side. But right here, you know, the Lord sent a great wind, and that wind, it said the, it was, you know, as boisterous, you know, it was, it was all over the place. You know, and that causes the waves, you know, to rise up higher, you know, and, and it beats the ship all to pieces. You know, Jonah, he went down to the, into the bottom of the ship. He was trying to hide from this. But look right here, continuing, it says, So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. You know, that's capital, you know, because they knew that he was a man of God. Because, you know, before, it says, Mariners are afraid and cried to every man and say, He is God. And that's lowercase. You know, they were calling to their pagan gods. And they weren't getting anywhere. But because Jonah, just just like over in the Gospels, whenever the Lord fell asleep in the ship, he said, the, the winds and everything were, were, were calm. You know, the Lord caused, I mean, when he fell asleep in the ship, you know, whenever with the Lord in the Gospels, if you remember, the waves, they were beating the ship there, and then when the Lord awoke, you know, he said, peace be still, and the, you know, and the winds and the, and the sea, it ceased. But they noticed something about Jonah. They knew that he was a man of God. It says, so the shipmaster came unto him and said unto him, why meanest thou, O sleeper, arise, call upon thy God, Capital G, talking about God, the God of heaven. If so be that God will think upon us and that we perish not. And they said, and they said, every one to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast, so they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Mm. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee. For whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thine occupation? 
and whence comest thou, what is thy country, and of what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceeding exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you, for I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, hast done as it has pleased thee. So they took up Jonah, and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Verse 16, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. So right here in the midst of you know Jonah's rebellion, you know the Lord sent a great wind, and it was so bad that you know it brought forth you know fear amongst these people, so much so that you know that they were seeking after the real Lord, you know the real God of heaven, you know they weren't they weren't anymore after their false idols, you know their their little pagan gods. This caused them to seek after the real Lord. But you know, we see that Jonah, amidst all this, Jonah still didn't come back to the Lord. You know, he still didn't, you know, he, he didn't own up to his first consequence right here for his rebellion. So, you know, it, you know, it continues. And we'll look nextly, because had it continued, you know, what happened next? You know, what was the next consequence for, the, you know, for his rebellion? We notice next that the Lord, you know, he, he sent a great fish. And that great fish will be in verse 17. Still right here in the same chapter. It says, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So nothing right here in the physical, you know, Jonah, beginning off, still off right here, he's still alive right here in the fish's belly. Because look right back here in our text, it's in verse three to five. It says, "For thou hast came, for thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas." You know, and that's what Jonah, that's what Jonah told him to do to him right there in verse one, in chapter first chapter. He told him he told him to cast him overboard so the, so that it would, the, that it would cease and it would be calm. It says for thou hast cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas, and the floods come past me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. 
Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. Verse 5, The waters can pass me about, even to the soul. The depth closed, closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. See right here, this is the this is the ending of the physical aspect with Jonah. Because like I said in the beginning, people they don't want to some people don't want to acknowledge so some of the brethren they don't want to acknowledge the fact that that Jonah he he physically died right here in the fish's belly. So we're gonna come over as we continue with this. We're gonna continue on looking with Jonah's rebellion carried over from the physical over here to the spiritual. Notice verses 5 through 7 once more. It says right here, The waters can pass me about, even to the soul. See, that was the end of his physical right there. See, right here we, we have a semicolon right here separating right here the first half of verse 5. The waters can pass me about, even to the soul. See, when it comes to the soul, that's where it starts the spiritual aspect. Because Jonah, he's no longer alive physically in the fish's belly. I mean, yeah, it says right there that he's going to be in the fish's belly. You know, chapter 1, verse 17, Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Yes, his body was physically there in the fish's belly for the three days and the three nights. But right here, the waters can pass me about, even to the soul. That ended his physical... You know, right here it starts. It starts with the spiritual because he he died right here when the water the waters come past him. You know, he took in the water when he was out there in the midst of the sea inside the fish's belly. All everything come in that took him out physically. It says the depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Jonah drowned. Notice right here, verses verses uh, six, continuing on to verse nine. He says, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, you know, that's a spiritual. He died and because it, it affected him spiritually. It went all the way down to his soul. He died. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came in unto thee, and said, Thine holy temple, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So noticing right here with his rebellion, which caused him, you know, it caused him his life, you know, he went from being alive physically to come over here. He died spiritually because it took him out. He died. Because he did die, and it came in, and it, it, he's speaking out from his spiritual side. He's speaking from his soul, from down in the hell. As he said, he went down to the bottoms of the, the mountains with her. Went to the bottom, down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. That right there went into the spiritual. So he was he was talking to the Lord, you know, from in hell, while his while physically his body was still in the fish's belly. Spiritually, he's in hell. So in the midst of his rebellion. You know, do we finally see him you know, owning up to his consequences? Well, in the midst of it, you know, we're going to notice you know, in the midst of his rebellion, in 
the midst of his rebellion, we're going to notice something. You know, since he's already since he's already died and went down into hell, in the midst of his rebellion, we're going to notice firstly, Jonah, he cried. And this is in verse 6. Look right here in verse 6 again. He says, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. You know, because he went down into hell, you know, we see that he cried. But you ask, well, why did he cry? Well, simply put, he cried because he went to hell. Verse 6 again, I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth, was her, the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life again from corruption, O Lord my God. You know, he cried because he went out into hell. And you know, as you reference throughout the scriptures, when, when he talks about whenever the Lord tells you know tells you know Israel and he tells us today through his word about hell, you know, hell, that's where anybody who rejects the Lord Jesus Christ is going to go whenever they die. It's not hell is not just reserved for the devil and his angels, though that's what our, that's what we're told, because that's who it's prepared for. But all those who don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ by faith today, they're going to go into hell. You know, since they open up their eyes, they're going to be just like the rich man. You know, in hell they open up their eyes, and the reason he was crying is because in hell there's torments. You know, whenever the rich man went into hell, it says, "And the rich man opened up his eyes in hell, being in torments." You now he cried because he went into hell, and there's torments. Yes. You know, because in other places, you know, it says there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. It's because of all the torments in hell. And you know he cried, you know also because he couldn't get out of hell. When a person goes to hell, they can't get out. You know the Lord right. sets a barrier. You know He sets a barrier right there, from right there on hell, to where you a person can't get to hell and a person can't get out of hell. And you notice right here something about hell. Says when he said he when he went down to the bottoms of the mountains, the earth with her bars was about me forever. When a person goes to hell, you know, there's bars. Yep. You know, those bars hold a person Amen. in. Yes. You know, with, the, with the bars in place, you know, you can't you can't get out of hell. Notice Matthew 16 and verse 18. It says right here, and I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, you know, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall, shall not prevail against thee. With him in hell, you know, there's bars, you know, there's gates. Yes. You know, hell has gates, you know, there's bars. You know, with a person there, there's no getting out of hell. So you see, is it any wonder that we see that after he... After he was alive physically, then he died, and he went over to the spiritual, even to his soul. Is it any wonder that we see that in hell he cried? No, I don't care what the rock singers, you know, they, that they said back in the 70s and 80s, 
No, that there's going to be parties in hell. They're, that's not even a biblical statement. You know, they're deceived by their father, the devil, and after their life was shortly ended, yeah, they went to hell. ACDC sung, I'm on the highway to hell. You know, without the Lord Jesus Christ, that is a true statement that they said because they did go down to hell. But they're going to see there's no partying in hell. Like other rock bands say, I want to rock and roll all night, party all day. There's no parties in hell. There's gates there to hold you in. There's bars to keep you from getting out of that place of torment. When a person goes down into hell, there's gates, there's bars. You can try to escape all you want to, but you know, aside from that, the Lord has a barrier set, and you're not going to pass it. So yes, when when John went into hell, he cried. Notice something else right here. You know, in the, in the midst of Jonah's rebellion, we notice first that he cried. Well, notice nextly that also, when he, whenever he saw that the crying didn't work, next we notice Jonah prayed. This will be a verse 1, and then also verse 7. Verse 1 says, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. Verse 10, And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. So, we notice that... You know, when we know salvation is different than, than today than it was back in the Old Testament, but the Lord had a purpose for Jonah, and the Lord was going to use Jonah. He was, he wanted Jonah to come to himself. So Jonah had to go to hell. You know, and that's not how it is. That's not how it is today. But that's how God used right here with Jonah. Jonah died physically, then spiritually. You know, in the midst of Jonah's rebellion, whenever the crying didn't work. We notice that he had he he prayed unto the Lord in, in the midst of his praying. We, we notice his prayers. If you look, you know, verses five down to about now verses five down to seven, or actually we'll continue it on, on down to verses nine. The water says the waters can pass me about, even to the soul. Said the depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the mountains. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast, yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. This is when, when my soul fainted within me, I remember the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. Because now he notices that his crying wasn't going to help, so he prayed unto the Lord. And here's his prayer. He said, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Amen. So, because under the Old Testament, you know, they had to offer up these 
sacrifices unto the Lord because that's how they got their their forgiveness or or you know their their remission their temporary forgiveness. They had to offer up a burnt sacrifice for their sins. So so right now with Jonah he's he was seeking through prayer for the Lord to get him out of hell. You know, so that he can and he will go to Nineveh. Because verse ten, because you know his body, you know his body that you notice from the physical and from the spiritual, you know his body was in the fish's belly until the Lord brings him back from hell. Verse ten, and the Lord spake unto unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. And, and that's where we notice here with the Lachanaz, because before you know it's physical. Then Jonah drowned, and then went to the spiritual. But because the Lord heard his cry, you know, heard his prayer, we see it, it went from spiritual to back to the physical because the Lord brought him back to life. Because then the Man. Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. So it took three days and three nights for Jonah to come to himself. And went from physical to spiritual, to spiritual back to physical. And in the midst of that, you know, Jonah got his second chance. Amen. Now, he didn't run anymore. As you look over in chapter 3, verses 1 to 5, it says right here, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, that's Jonah's second chance, saying, Arise, Go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So is, is Jonah going to continue in his rebellion? You know, after he cried in hell, and then, you know, then finally he realized his crime wasn't going to help, so then he prays. Look right here. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. You notice the significance of that? Because he was in the whale's belly three days and three nights. Yes. Right here is the three days journey to get to Nineveh. You know, and we 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 notice we know that the Lord was in dealing with the you know with the Lord Jesus Christ when he died on the cross. You know, it says he was in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. You know, that's that's pretty significant. But right here it says now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey. Well, because he didn't want to take that three-day journey, that he went into rebellion. Because I'm, I'm sure he was afraid of the people there. He was afraid to do the preaching. That three-day journey ended up being his three days and you know, three days and three nights in, in the with his body in the fish's belly, and then then his soul was in hell. You know, he should have listened the first time. Yes. But you know, God is a God of second chances. Yes. Some people he is. don't get it. But right here, Jonah got that second chance. It says, Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city, a three days journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city of a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. See, now, see now it's changed. No longer is he crying for his life. Now he's crying the, the, the message that the Lord told him to preach. Now he's crying out with, with, the, with the message... To these people, so so it was no longer a prayer for himself, you know, a cry out for himself. Now it's a cry to these people, 
Because, you know, God's judgment was, is soon to be coming on the city of Nineveh. So now, now Jonah gives this message, you know, to give them the warning. You know, don't you... you he says, yeah, 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Look right here. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to even to the least of them. For 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 word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. So do you notice right here from the from this message here with Lachanaz? With Jonah? I think that it pays to listen whenever the Lord tells you to go. Amen. You know, there's a lot we can learn from this. But, you know, the point that I'm trying to make with this, t you know, tonight, you know, there's no sense the physical and the spiritual aspect of this with Jonah. Because the Lord, you know, he, he took Jonah out physically and then spiritually, he had he had come to himself spiritually, but the way he had come to himself it wasn't good. You know, he was down in hell. You know, earth with her bars was around around about me forever. You know, it's just good that Jonah finally came to himself, and that he listened. He finally obeyed. You know, he went from rebellion to finally obeying. But that's all I have with this message. Uh, I pray that what's been brought forward today or tonight, you know, that it's been a blessing. And I pray that, you know, the brethren can learn from this, learn something from this. You know, there's, there's many great truths we can learn from the Word. Amen. But most importantly, my prayer is that, you know, the brethren, you know, get into the Word and we rightly divide the Word of truth. Amen, brother. Thank you so very much uh, for this message uh, on uh, on Jonah. You know, I I just want to say that you know for for me, I was like Jonah. You know, and um, I knew that I had a calling to preach and teach. But for years and years, I kept telling the Lord, thank you, but no thank you. I want it, but I cannot do it. You know, I am so afraid of getting up in front of people and, and talking so I cannot do it. I did that for 14 years. But I want to praise and thank the Lord for Him being a God of second chances. And third chances, and fourth chances, and fifth chances. Amen.
Not one time did the Lord ever give up on me. Not one time. Now I've been in ministry for for over uh, 12 years, going on 13 years now. You know, and it's all by God's grace and His mercy. So I urge you tonight, you know, if if you know that you have a calling from God to be in some sort of ministry but you're running from that calling because you have fear um, you're scared I want to urge you tonight to just trust the Lord and do what he wants you to do There is nothing like serving the Lord. Amen. And I'll give you I'll give you a little um little story. Um Maybe back, let's see, when was this? Maybe uh, 2017. I went down uh, to a, a, a church that uh, is like a 10-hour bus ride from here. And um, I gave my testimony first. About how I was scared of ministry and how I ran from it and how I was like Jonah, but God never gave up on me. You know, and um, after the service was over, the pastor's wife come up to me with this young man, probably probably early twenties, and she told me that this young man. Is just like me. He knows he has a calling. To preach and teach. But he is afraid. And so he's running. From his calling. And because of your testimony. He now wants to face his fear. And go into ministry. Praise God. It's all about God and His grace and His mercy. Amen. So I urge you tonight, if you're running from your calling because you are afraid or you're scared, whatever the case may be, just obey the Lord and do what He wants you to do. Trust Him. Amen. All right. 
I'll go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Uh, thank you so very much uh, for being with us tonight. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please continue to pray for this podcast that uh, the Lord will continue to use it mightily for His glory. Amen. Alright, thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.